0: Welcome into the Backcourt Podcast. I am your host, Jackson, and I'm going to do a solo podcast today. Um, Caden's not available today to do it. So I'm just going to be discussing some free agency for NBA, which starts tomorrow at 6 p.m. There's been a ton of already big moves, trades, and some already rumored signings. I'm going to hit on those the impact we'll have for each team and a little bit of the season preview for next year. I know it's already June, but I love the NBA and it's never too early to predict. And guess who's going to be winning the Larry OB? All right, let's start with one of the earliest moves of the offseason. This was Christian Wood going to the Mavericks. I believe we discussed that a little bit already. But Christian Wood is going to be a great role partner to Luka Doncic in the pick and roll. Luka is going to be the ball handler. Um, I can see Christian Wood having a really good season next year uh, playing with Luka Doncic, a guy that Wood's never played with, a guy who's that talented. And I think will make his life a lot easier. Going off the Mavericks here, Jalen Brunson is reported to become a New York Knick. Really exciting news. Um, I think he's a great player. Had a really breakout season. Great playoffs in that first round. He had over 40 points and over 30 points when Luke was out. Really showcased what he can do as the main ball handler. And when he has percentage, his usage percentage go up, You can put up really good numbers. And the reports are that he'll go to the Knicks for four years over a $100 million. Now, this might seem like a lot for a guy who is still pretty unproven. He's had one really great season. And other than that, he's been a good player. But he really took a step up this year. And I think he's going to be a really good player for the Knicks. I think him and RJ... And as bad as Julius Randle played last year, I think he can still be a really good player, and I think they could be a real, really good core going forward if they don't move Randle, which can potentially happen this offseason. All right, going to some of the latest news. Just a few hours ago, it broke that Dejounte Murray is going to the Sanit. No, he's getting traded from the San Antonio Spurs to the Atlanta Hawks to team up with Trey Young in the backcourt. Definitely an interesting move. I've heard some rumors of it the last few days, and I finally went through today. Danilo Gallinari going to the Spurs along with several first round picks. I don't believe there's an actual number out yet, but maybe by the time this podcast is released, we'll know the actual number of picks. And I think the Hawks definitely get better with this trade with a guy like Shantae Murray. Really great player. He's putting up 18, 20 points, along with eight assists for the Spurs. Well, they're a very good team, but definitely saw really good flashes the last few seasons of, seasons of how good he is. He can be an all-star type player. And defensively, he's one of the best guards out there. And I think it'll definitely be an upgrade for the San Antonio Spurs, getting another star type player in there with Trey Young. But I do question the fit a bit. Um, Two point guards in the backcourt, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. DeJounte, as far as I know, I haven't watched him play much, but I don't think he is a great three-point shooter. So I don't know how that's going to pair. Obviously, Trey is a great shooter, so maybe that would take a little pressure off him at the two spot. And they'll have two really good ball handlers that can get a bucket, play and make for other guys. And I'm definitely interested to see what this team will look like. Some people are saying this team is going to be at least the five seed this year. I'm I'm not on that train yet. I think they could. I think they're definitely going to be a playoff team. I would say six or seven, maybe. Maybe they could get to five, but. I don't think the real ceiling of this team changes with DeJounte Murray. I just think they get a bit better and are going to be a higher seed in the playoffs this year. Yeah, so this regular season, he 32.7% from three. So not a great three-point shooter, and this career is 33%. But it's not like he's not a bad shooter. Um, he's obviously a really good scorer, putting up... Uh, 21.1 points per game, 9.2 assists, and he had 8.3 rebounds, so I, which I really didn't know about, and it's very impressive. He's 6'4", so obviously he has the height to play, shooting guard, and definitely an interesting fit. So, let's go on to a little bit more of the prediction side of the pod today. I'm going to go through some of the biggest trade targets and biggest free agents of this offseason and predict where they're going. I'm going to start it off with a really, some would say unrealistic trade, but I think it could happen. A really shocker that could come out in the next few weeks. Obviously in Brooklyn, there's some turmoil with Kyrie demanding a trade, and then he signs the, signs the option. So I don't know if he wants out still or what's really going on. It's definitely hard to tell with Kyrie a lot of times. But I'm going to talk about KD in this situation. If Kyrie definitely wants out, I think KD's going to want to leave too. And I think there's going to be a trade between the Portland Trailblazers and the Brooklyn Mets. KD and Damian Lillard seem to be good friends getting along, playing USA basketball and such. And KD on the Trailblazers would be a real... Game-changer, him, Jeremy Grant, and Dane Lillard could kind of form a big three in Portland. And it's going to take a lot to get them there. But I think they're going to trade Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, Nurkic, or Josh Hart, and two or three first-round picks for Kevin Durant. A big haul for Brooklyn, getting two really good, young backcourt players. Um, I did it in the trade finder earlier. I don't remember if I did Josh Hart and Nurkic or one or the other. But we'll just go for the sake of this video. We'll go with Nurkic gets traded there because his, his salary a little bit higher. and may match up a little bit better in this trade. You get a big time, not a big time, but a good, solid center who can have 15 and 10 for you. And obviously, the Nets don't want to get rid of Kevin Durant being one of the best players in the game still. And I think he still has a couple really, really great seasons left. And, but Kyrie, if he leaves, I think Katie's going to want out too. He's already spoken about uh, having some questions about their management in Brooklyn. And I think this would be a great spot for him to go. Portland's a little bit more out of. The mainstream kind of LA, Chicago, Boston, always have New York, of course, always having a spotlight on you with the media. Katie has been very vocal about this life in the media, and this would be a kind of good place to, I think, uh, finish out his career, or at least have a couple really solid seasons. And Damian Lillard and Katie, they would obviously have to figure out some other pieces, but also with Jeremy Grant and some younger players, this team could really compete for far into the playoffs or potentially even a championship if they add the right pieces. That's one of my first trades. Now let's go to a free agent and we're going to CBS here for the top three agents. Yeah, we'll discuss James Harden now. So he opts out of his opted out of his forty-seven million dollars, I believe, player option. Which I don't totally get that unless he's really confident he's going to get a max contract for four or five years. Because James Harden really dropped off a bit in the second half of last season and put up some of the worst numbers he's put up in his whole career. Not to say he was bad, but he seems like he's kind of lost a step. He played very poorly in the playoffs, obviously. I believe there are some intricate concerns there. But I'm not a very big fan of James Harden, so I might come out a little biased here. But I wouldn't pay him more than, really, $25 million a year. I know they're going to pay him 30 35 I would guess. But I think he goes back to the Sixers. Yeah, so I think it goes back to the Sixers because he has Daryl Morey there. He's, there's been reports that P.J. Tucker and him want to team up again, like they did in Houston, and I could see that happening. P.J. Tucker going to Philly. Obviously, Darryl Morey loves James Harden. They have a good connection there. I think he'll stay. He gets to team up with Joel again, and he only played half a season there, so definitely think they're going to bring him back. Now, Zach Levine's a really interesting player here. He's going to want a huge contract. Chicago, I'm not sure if they're going to be willing to pay him that much. And I think he, personally, I think he will go back to Chicago. But it's kind of 50-50 here. I think there's obviously many teams that would like him to come to their team. Great shooter. Phenomenal athlete. He's going to... He can put up 30 points a game in certain situations. And I think if he doesn't go back to Chicago, LA is obviously going to be really trying to get him there. I don't think they really have the right pieces to trade for him. But uh, you might see maybe New Orleans obviously has a ton of pieces. They want to try to get in the swoop states exactly. You could see a team like... I'm not even sure here. Maybe Miami. Uh, it really depends if Zach wants to. I guess you would want to go to a kind of title contending team. I think Chicago. Obviously, last year they kind of fell apart in the first round, but they still have a lot of potential. A really good roster. Lonzo missed a lot of time last year. I think he's going to go back to Chicago. At number three on CBS's list is Bradley Beal. I think Bradley Beal, he, was, he opted out today, just a couple hours ago, and I think he's going to sign a super max with the Washington Wizards, and he is going to be dealt the Boston Celtics. Okay, I'm a Celtics fan, but I can see it happening. Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal are really, really good friends, grew up together. Bradley Beal would be kind of the missing piece for the Celtics team. Getting a third star in there, I- I'm not saying Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. I would never ever say that because I think Jalen Brown's a lot better player than Bradley Beal. But Bradley's going to be it's a third star. That's a perfect spot for him. And here's the trade I think: I'm do a turnaround round, Al Horford, Rob Williams, Peyton Pritchard, and two or three first round picks. I think it'd be something along those lines. That's a really good haul with a guy like Rob Williams, young center, who I think hasn't even reached his prime or his ceiling yet. And you have a guy like Al Forford, who had a great playoffs. He's obviously an older player, pretty big contract, but it's almost over the contracts. And he's gonna be a great player to really lead some of your young guys and bring some leadership. Peyton Pritchard, I think he still has a lot of potential. And he's obviously a great ball handler, scorer. I'm kind of he's still a small guy, but I think he worked his butt off this year on defense. I think he doesn't get enough credit for how well he actually competed defensively this year. And he's able to rebound the ball. I'm a big fan of Peyton Pritchard. I think that'd be a good pickup for the Wizards. Alright. I'll go hit a couple more free agents here. Yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie's a tough one because who knows what's going to go on with him. Uh, last year he sat out a ton to the vaccine. Weren't sure if he was going to retire and hunt for a while. And it's just like, it's a total mess with Kyrie most of the times. Um, but I think he is going to move this offseason. I think he's going to get traded. And he opted in, I believe, today to his contract. But I still think he's going to get traded. Now, I could see something along the lines of move to L.A. I've heard some rumors of something like Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, Norman Powell. Um, something along that lines. I don't think that's a great haul for Brooklyn. I could see him going to somewhere like... Dallas, with Spencer Dinwiddie in the deal, maybe Dorian Finney-Smith or uh, Tim Hardaway, rather. Probably Tim Hardaway would be in the deal and some picks. You know, I don't really know where he would go. I think it's obviously a gamble for teams, because Kyrie, you don't know if he's going to play half the time. But he's one of the most talented players this league has ever seen. And... I think the best place for Kyrie to, to go and the best thing for a team looking for Kyrie would be a championship contending team just missing that one piece. I think him and LA, obviously Paul George and Kawhi, man, that's been tough with their injuries the last few seasons. And it's a big if, but if they're healthy and add Kyrie in there, I know they signed John Wall uh, I believe a day or two ago, but... That seems really, really good. And it'd be tough to beat. Have a ton of scores. The defense would be great there. But we'll see. Honestly, it's hard to predict what Kyrie will do or where he's going to go. And now DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, all sources point to he's not going to return to the Suns. The Suns don't want to pay him the money he's going to be asking for. And... As far as, I have even heard reports as far as them saying, we don't even really need the trade We'll be fine with him. And I think he's a really good player. I want to go quite that far. I think he's young, has a ton of potential. Maybe a 2010 type guy. And there was some links to the Pistons. But what I've heard now is with Jalen Duran, I believe, went there. And they just got Nerlens Noel. That maybe they won't be interested in Ayton. And I'm thinking so originally I had a Rudy Gobert to Hawks trade, but I heard about, I heard from someone, I'm sorry I can't give you credit here because I forgot who it was, but Utah, Rudy Gobert from Utah gets traded to Phoenix for DeAndre Ayton. Either straight up or maybe there's some picks involved or some other players. But you add DeAndre Eaton, who would be a really good player to add in Utah. Obviously not as good defensively, but significantly better offensively. And Rudy would be really an anchor in uh, Phoenix, making them even an even better defensive team. Uh, it would be Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Uh, I've heard some rumors Chris Paul might be done. I think he's going to give that at least one more year, though. And then you got guys like Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, a bunch of great defenders, and pair that with Rudy Gobert. And I think Rudy just really – I think Utah needs to move on from Rudy. I think they need a fresh start, and I think Rudy needs a fresh start as well because from all reports, it wasn't – teammates didn't really get along with him. There seemed to be some kind of beef with Rudy and Donovan. And players I – th- I think – the the whole point of the thing is I think we will get better looks offensively in Phoenix, playing with a guy like Chris Paul. And he's obviously a great defender. And I think that'd be a good fit for him. And I don't want to go too long here. Just being a solo show. Let's click on a couple other players here. Alright, so let's just talk about Russell Westbrook real quick. So Russ, not shockingly, signs into his option for $47 million. Man, that's just a ton of money, man. <laughs> just reading that out loud for a guy that really didn't play very well last year. I think they're going to trade Russ this offseason. I just don't think it worked this year. I think the Lakers are really ready to move on. I think Russ is probably ready to move on as well. And I think it's going to be a deal where they're going to have to attach the first-round picks, which the Lakers obviously used a ton of those in the Anthony Davis trade. But I think it'll be Russ, some picks, probably Taylor Horton Tucker. I've heard a lot of rumors about Malcolm Brogdon, and I think that would be great for the Lakers if they can get Malcolm Brogdon in a deal for Russ. But I just don't see why the Pacers would take Russ. And I think Tyrese I want to be the main ball handler there. And Russ would, he would want to start there, or at least he would get significant minutes at that point. And I wouldn't want that as if I was part of the Pacers coaching or being GM there. I see Russ going somewhere, say, Maybe the Spurs or something, along with a draft pick or two. The Spurs seem to be maybe for someone like Podol and I don't know, Kelvin Johnson, one of their better players down there. I don't think Russ is, I don't think you're going to get a lot for Russ, honestly. I still don't totally think he's done. I think he can have another great season or two. But right now, the market for Russ is very low. And I think the most you're gonna get is role players from at this point. So we'll see what happens there. Definitely an exciting time. I'm hoping to do some reactions in the next few days, maybe Friday or maybe even tomorrow night if a lot of stuff happens in free agency. Let's stay tuned, 6 p.m., free agency starts, and we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping the Celtics make a big deal. And I'm hoping there's a lot of player movement. And I'm definitely very excited. We're hoping to do some baseball probably soon on this podcast. Obviously, the LE's is really heating up right now with the Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays, and Yankees all being some of the better teams in baseball. And Aaron Judge having a great year. Rafael Devers having a great year around the league. Mookie's having another great year. It's definitely exciting stuff going on right now in baseball, and after this free agency happens, we're going to be more into baseball, probably some football, and hoping to get some more movie and music podcast stuff. I want to thank everyone for listening. Have a good day.